At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And for today's solo episode, I'm going to be diving into one of your favorite topics, which is around morning routines and specifically how to wake up earlier and set your day up for success. Morning routines is something that I really love to hear from other people. But something I've learned over the years is that, of course, not everyone is going to have the same routines. Some people are more structured. Some people need a little bit of more space for creative flow. And I notice that I tend to have a mix of both. And I love when I also hear other people share a more simple morning routine or two to three things that they do consistently every day, but everything else is maybe more up for grabs. And so the first thing I'll dive into is my morning routine. For me, I typically wake up somewhere between 6 and 6.30. It just really depends on the day. I would say that later in the week, like a Thursday or Friday, I do tend to wake up a little bit later. So closer to 7 a.m. or sometimes even 7.30 if I really need to catch up on sleep and I know how important sleep is for my energy. So um, I would say that's one thing that I don't quite hear often is a little bit of variation in the wake-up time and allowing for space in different parts of the week to have a different wake-up time. But I would say Monday through Wednesday is always 6, 6.30. Um, After that, I'm pretty much just getting ready for workouts. So I'll talk on this a little bit later, but I do variations in my workout and that really helps with some of my wake up times and how I set up my day. But for me, that'll range from tennis, Pilates, soul cycle, going to the gym in my apartment building or simply a nice long morning walk. After that, um, well, I guess I'll just add the workout is usually somewhere between seven to nine, give or take, really depends on the day. Uh, Afterwards, I'll come back. I will make myself coffee, eat breakfast, read, uh, of course, shower, get ready, do that whole stuff. And depending on what my day looks like, I will hop on the computer and start my workflow roughly around 10.30 or 11 a.m. And of course, this is a routine of someone that has the ability to kind of choose when I want to start work. But if you are listening where you're a freelancer or maybe you are starting out as an entrepreneur or you have a later start, 
in your workday. Like I do know some people that don't have to be at work until 10 a.m. And so if that were the case for me, I would certainly put my workouts and my morning you know, routine uh, pretty early on so that if I'm finishing towards the end of the day, I don't have to worry about fitting that into my schedule. So what I find is a lot of people struggle with waking up early and I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say like it's easy for me to wake up early either, but I do know that there are certain things or habits I've implemented that help make waking up early a bit more exciting. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because it's, it's random in a way, but it also logically makes sense. But the one thing that I do that really, really helps me is I make the next day exciting and something to look forward to. You know how like when you're making plans with friends or like you have something coming up in a few weeks, like you're excited for that thing. I try to find ways to create that energy for the next morning. So for me, that comes into play with workouts. I love changing up my workout routine because I can't just go to Pilates and, uh, you know, three times a week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Because then I would just be a little bit bored and it's also kind of predictable. So what I like to do is I'll usually schedule, again, that's a big key thing too, is I schedule things ahead of time, not just the night before or the day before. So if I know that my goal is to be in the gym or in a workout by 7 a.m., I'll usually pick things that require consequences or rather have consequences if I miss the workout. So going to tennis at 7 a.m., not making it would be bad, you know, if I'm playing with a friend or playing with a hitting partner and I don't show up, it definitely is not a good look on me, right? It adds pressure. Or if I booked a class through ClassPass, whether that's SoulCycle or SolidCore, those are the two places I love to go in New York. If I missed it, um, I'm going to be charged a no-show fee, right? So those are the type of things that I tend to book like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I try to have a pretty similar routine in terms of which days I go to what workout, but at least it's not just going to the gym and being a little bit more plain with my schedule. Again, that could probably work for some of you. If that's a preference, please, of course, go ahead and do that. But if you notice that you also need variety in your schedule, then I highly recommend trying this out where you schedule different workouts. And of course, um, something else that helps with waking up early is making sure that my workouts start at an early time. So knowing that I have to be in Soul Cycle at 7 a.m. makes me go, all right, all right, going to bed, knowing that I really have to be out the door by 6.45. I mean, luckily, in New York, I live close to a soul cycle, so it's not far of a walk, but I know the latest I need to be out the door by, right? So then from there, I can work backwards. Something else that also really helps, and this is definitely a girl thing, I feel like, but I do know a lot of structured people tend to do this as well when it, when it comes to making less decisions or making or reducing friction in the morning. But if you put your workout clothes, whether it's on your dresser or just somewhere where it's easy to grab, that way you don't have to go scrambling in the morning for your socks or your workout leggings or whatever you wanna wear, it's just already ready. And so for me, those are some of the three things that make it exciting. 
other elements that help is going to bed early, right? Um, living in New York, I think it's very easy to kind of stay up late sometimes, especially if I'm gonna go to dinner with friends or try to squeeze a girl catch up in. But that's why I'm really mindful of only doing those things like Wednesday night and onwards because I have given myself leeway to wake up a little bit later towards the end of the week, right? So if I'm gonna try to wake up by six or 6.30 in the morning, I'm usually in bed by 10.30 or 11 p.m., the latest, if I'm waking up 6, 6.30, right? But either way, um, I do try to be in bed by 11 in general, unless I'm, you know, for whatever reason, like staying out later for a special occasion. But most of the time, I think my circadian rhythm is just, better going to bed at 11 and then waking up somewhere between six to seven other things that help with that though too i remember i implemented this back in college but i don't eat dinner after 8 30 p.m of course that will be different if i'm going out with friends and eating at a restaurant most of the time in new york we are going to dinner uh, i don't know i'd say during the week it's still usually actually 7.30 p.m. or maybe 8, but like Thursdays and Fridays, we'll definitely go to dinner closer to 8.30. And for me, I mean, I think this is just talked about a lot in science and diets and uh, digestion too, but it's a lot easier to go to bed when you feel rested and not heavy. And if you're eating too close to bedtime, that can certainly affect your sleep. It's also a nice bonus if any of you guys are in relationships or if you're dating and you are being mindful in the process, dating someone that also has a similar morning routine or regimen comes into play. I can certainly speak from experience being in a relationship right now that has that and also experiencing in the past where someone or actually most people rather didn't have a similar morning regimen and i think in the long run it affects lifestyle compatibility which i talk about often from the card game and on the show how i find lifestyle compatibility to be personally probably the top importance just because that plays into your interests and your preferences and how you live life and i think a basic example is if you eat on the healthier spectrum and you're dating someone that doesn't quite care to eat that healthy protect your dream home with american family insurance and you can weather any storm you'll also save up to 25 percent by bundling home auto and life american family insurance Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. There's going to be some friction in maybe what you like to eat at home, right? Or maybe the types of restaurants you go out to. And so that's part of lifestyle, if you think about it. And I think also other elements that go into lifestyle compatibility are values and principles that you make decisions by and i think because i value you know having an intentional and purposeful daily life that is also why i like to wake up on the relatively early side and just get my day going whereas someone that is 
more okay with sleeping in and kind of dilly-dallying i think in the long run um just we would misalign on so many things so something to keep in mind if you are currently dating and you know that you are making this shift into waking up earlier or just being more disciplined with whatever morning format you have that will come into play when it comes to relationships and dating and lastly when it comes to setting your day up for success so after I do my morning regimen, my routine, and by the way, I don't really feel like I have a crazy routine. I just think it's as simple as I have a pretty steady wake up time frame, and I do some sort of physical workout every morning before I shower and get ready because I personally, and I said this on um, a recent, it was a raw talk episode actually on episode 257, but I shared how I structure my day. And of course, some people can shower in the middle of the day or, you know, can do it, the workout at the end of the day. But personally, again, this is, I remember when I worked in sales, I actually didn't have this luxury because I had to be at the office at eight. So I worked out after work, but now that I have the luxury to kind of choose, I always prioritize working out before I start my day because I do enjoy working till like 7 or 7.30 sometimes because in New York, if I'm going to be like, if if it's a Thursday and I know I'm not going to go to dinner until 8.30, it gives me a lot of time, right? So I'm like, okay, I have until 7, 7.30 to work and then I can, you know, go home, change, get ready for dinner and, you know, go out with my friends. But um Personally, I love just sweating when I'm already, you know, kind of like in my morning mess look and I don't have makeup on, I, my, my hair might be dirty, whatever. That way it's just a lot easier. Um, but after all that, <laughs> setting the day up for success, I write down my priorities for the day. So usually I pick two to three areas to focus on and i also pick it from a specific area so whether you're in work whether you're at work or maybe you're still a student um, really consider maybe instead of uh, doing multiple things in the same day delegate certain days to do certain things so personal example for me that would either be okay this day i'm going to be focused on client work for lost hatton which is my social media agency or Maybe that day I'm focused on podcast and personal content, right? As a blogger and content creator. So I'm not often doing both in the same day, unless sometimes it'll be a weekend where I'm kind of free flowing and I do a little bit of both. That's different, but usually on a weekly basis, there are dedicated days where I'm recording podcasts and dedicated days that also, you know, I'll take on interviews and um, those would be very specific and intentional. And then other days will be more dedicated for client work. Something else that I've done in the recent year that has been so helpful and as someone that tends to, I don't know, almost like fight back on this because I used to think that if I'm not working or if I'm not on my computer, I'm not being efficient or effective rather with my time. But I had a, uh, I guess you could say aha moment sometime like spring of last year when I realized like I was in such a rut. I was kind of tired and just sluggish and I felt like I needed to go on a walk. And I was trying to resist that because I'm like, oh my gosh, you still need to finish all these things or whatever work. 
And I decided to bite the bullet and I went on the walk that I really needed. And I came back so refreshed and I was ready to work 10 times faster and just was more calm and steady. And I think that's something that I've become mindful of in including in my schedule. So I actually give myself gaps or times where during the day I can go on a quick afternoon walk, especially when it's like, spring fall or even summer in new york or wherever i am i can of course go outside for like a quick walk be out in the sun it's just nice you know and then come back inside um other times i'm actually scheduling lunch or making sure i'm mindful like i'm giving myself one hour to just chill eat maybe catch up with a friend schedule a facetime in there whatever that looks like going too hard at something will burn you out and i certainly have learned this i mean i think a lot of people will say this but i've learned this the hard way and i think i've learned to appreciate taking the break that i need and for me it's usually just going on a short 10 minute walk that makes a difference so be mindful of that and you know especially if you work in an office setting where you're not able to be as mindful of taking breaks, include it in your schedule. Sometimes if you don't write this down, I know it's weird to say, but if you don't put it in your calendar, you just might forget, you know? And so if you get a notification, let's say like at 2 p.m. in the middle of the day, to do a 10, 20 minute walk, it helps, you know? Like just remove yourself from the environment that you're in, do a short walk, get a breather, then come back to work or, you know, studying, whatever that looks like. And then lastly, another big element that helps set my day up for success is creating a do not disturb schedule on my phone. So what I've personally done is, of course, there's do not disturb mode, but you can also create different modes of your phone so like you can create a personal mode you can create a work mode or a sleep mode whatever and so for me personally i have a work mode that only allows phone calls to be shown on my phone and it'll come through but i won't see text messages unless it's from specific people right so of course i'll let certain text messages come through if it's uh important people and you can put that in your setting but during the workday, knowing myself if i don't have some sort of setting on and i can see all notifications i will be distracted <laughs> so this is a great method if you are also someone like that where you feel like you're constantly on your phone you're trying to find ways to be more mindful of your time and more concentrated on a dedicated task or being more dedicated at work school whatever setting um, i love creating some sort of work schedule or like a similar do not disturb schedule on my phone and fun fact if you don't have this set up yet you can actually create a time frame of when it's on so it doesn't have to be on all day it could literally be on from 9 to 12 and then after 12 it's a free-for-all or maybe it's on from like 9 to 5 right whatever your work schedule or your school schedule is like either way i just think this is a very helpful tool and helps prevent you looking at you know every time a notification comes up on your screen to be like oh my gosh i gotta respond to this i gotta respond to this personally for me it's been one of the most helpful phone hacks all right so that was all for today's episode on my personal morning routine and how to wake up earlier and how you can set your day up for success overall i think in reflecting on everything i shared i think the biggest lesson i've learned is that you just gotta find a way to make it enjoyable i think most times when we have something to look forward to when we wake up we're more willing to do it right so 
I think you have to kind of go back to the root of it all is if you're not enjoying certain elements of your day-to-day life, how can you fix that? How can you shift that into being more enjoyable? And let's say you are in school right now and you're not loving it, or maybe you're in a job right now that you're feeling meh about. Of course, that might take a little bit longer than just a few weeks to change. But in the meantime, you can implement other things that will help at least enhance your personal life, right? So like I said, that could be within your workouts, that could be actually scheduling social time with your friends like after work, right? Or scheduling like a morning walk with a friend before you start work. That's something I often do with a few good friends of mine in New York as well, especially in the spring. We'll literally schedule like a 6.30 a.m. morning walk and that kind of kills two birds with one stone. You can catch up in the morning, get coffee, and also both wake up early so you keep each other accountable. If you enjoyed this type of episode, please be sure to share this on your Instagram story and share this with a friend, text it to a friend. And if you're sharing this on Instagram, be sure to tag the podcast Instagram at what fulfills you and my personal one at Emily E. Duong. And if you're looking for the card game, the merch, and to sign up for the weekly email newsletter, everything is linked in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. I will chat with you all in the next one. Thank you.